we go on a Monday. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. After a good sports weekend, a lot of good stuff to get into. We got the NHL. I done told you, people. I done told everybody who listened that the Toronto Maple Leafs were frauds. We'll get into that as we go along. We got good NBA. Brian Milton's got some things to say to me about my disrespect towards the Dallas Mavericks. Frankly, I earned it. But more so, the Phoenix Suns. Where are y'all at? Y'all didn't even show up. I said that we could beat the 76ers, the five of us. I changed my mind. We could beat last night's Phoenix Suns team. Easy. And I'm talking easy. Easy. No contest. We beat them handily. Not as much as by the Mavericks, but the squad of Marcel Robinson, me, Brian Middleton, Brett Martineau with the GoPro. I'm not on this squad. Kuz. We're we're bringing Kuz as well. There you go. You got Kuzart. Who's got a little bit of a shot? Otherwise known as uh, on the radio right now on 95.1 WABE. Who's got a little bit of a shot? We also got uh, 96.9 the Eagles yeah. hit morning show person. And when mm-hmm. I say hit, I mean he's a hit. Not the show is hit music. It is classic rock. Aaron from the Eagle, right? I'm telling you, we beat last night. I, I like that five that you guys got right there. I like that five. With you, obviously. We I'm got not, you on I'm Aiden, not there. I'm sure. in the stands. No, nah, we, we're beating the Suns. I'm in the, the stands. Anyway, I'm placing bets on uh, everybody but y'all. If y'all playing, uh, y'all playing the Suns? Last night's Suns, yeah. That, that's just disrespectful. Uh, we had, what else did we have besides NBA? We had NHL. Uh, we had Jags rookie minicamp. I know people were locked into 30-second videos of drills on Twitter. There you go. I'm not mad at you for it. I just don't understand it. Um, had some really good soccer action as well. I understand you probably don't understand that, but I'm just asking you to respect it. Uh, baseball action was good. A lot of, lot of good stuff this weekend that we will get into over the next hour. Taking you to 7 o'clock, no jumbo shrimp baseball tonight. They are off on Mondays per the huge. Back at it tomorrow against the Durham Bulls, otherwise known as the AAA affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays. So uh, a lot of good prospects on the field tomorrow night against the shrimp and obviously for the shrimp. Actually, that one tomorrow will be uh it's a day game. 10:50, right? Look at my calendar. Yeah, that random 10:50 time. Yeah, so 10:50 <laughs> okay. uh down at the stadium, so if you're at work and you want to slide away and it's here. It's here. Yeah, they call Holy. it a business person special. It's the thing I was telling uh, you about, the hot okay. dog, the beer, the the seat. Yeah. Okay. So they'll play Durham tomorrow during the day, so if you're uh trying to slide out of work, go head down to the stadium, but if not, obviously listen to it right here on ESPN 690. Then listen to me and Brent from 3 to 6, then, or from 3 to 5, I should say. Then listen to me, Brent, and Brian Middleton from 5 to 6, and then me and Brian Middleton from 6 to 7. So that's the operating procedure for the upcoming couple of days right here on ESPN 690. But like I said, good sports weekend, Brian Middleton. The favorite thing you watched this weekend in sports was what? The favorite thing I watched in sports this weekend was... Like, what had you locked in the most? Uh, it, so, it was definitely something NBA. Uh, and I would probably say it was more so the Celtics-Bucks game. But I couldn't turn away, even through the nefarious means uh, that I was watching some of the games. I couldn't turn away from the Suns-Mavericks. Because I was talking to some... Eat the uh, blowout uh, game? Yeah, I, okay. and and here's why. So I know a lot of Suns fans from my time in Arizona. That's true. And I made that. I made a a semi joke to one of them, and I was talking, 
It was about a couple hours before the game because, you know, they gave a nap time in between the two game sevens on Sunday. Because hockey was on, but yes. Okay. I'm sure they coordinate like that. And they did. It was on ESPN. I'm dead serious. I, I just said I'm sure they coordinate like that. Uh, yeah, but it was like a joke. Like, I know how you operate. Mm, okay. So you were inside my mind right there. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, my point is this. I got off the phone, and as I was getting off of the phone, I was like, hey, you know what? You can go ahead and not even worry about going to the game because they had the ability to go to the game. The tickets were $215 where they were going to go to, to sit at. But they weren't. They ended up not going. And I was like, don't even worry about it because uh, the Suns are going to lose by 30. They're going to be down by 30. And, and, but I said something like the third quarter or something like that. I did not know. Now, that, I was being sarcastic then. I did not know that Luca was in on the phone call. I had no idea that Jason Kidd was tap, tapping my cell phone and using that as motivation for the Mavericks because, lo and behold, at halftime, they really were up 30. They really were up 30 points at halftime. They were up by more than Phoenix had scored the first two quarters. So anyway, it was so I couldn't turn away, even though it was a blowout, because I just wanted to see Lucas smile. I just wanted to see the team just from Dallas just be like, just playing at their second home, because that's their home. That's their home court now. You know, that's their home court. And just to watch the continual implosion of Devin Booker and Chris Paul and Monty Williams, DeAndre Ayton, just Jay Crowder going to another team that's not going to win a championship. He was doing all that stuff all season. Mm -hmm. And it was just... I can only imagine what they're doing out there on the Arizona sports uh, uh, radio or it's something the family. I can't remember what the main uh, Sun station is out there. I used to listen to it all the time when I was living out there. But I can only imagine what some of the personalities on there were sounding like or are sounding like right now since they're like three hours behind. Anyway, that was sure. probably the most uh, engaging thing. But I did catch a lot of the highlights of some of the hockey games that were going on. Apparently, the NHL was just like, you know, we want to watch something exciting, actually watch us play our playoff games. Yeah, so that's that's a good segue into what I was locked into the weekend. It was hockey. Hockey was incredible. You had the Rangers, Penguins. That series had everything, man. You had blowouts. You had injury drama. Sidney Crosby missed a game. Penguins are up three games to one. Rangers come back and win the series, go to OT and win an OT last night. It was incredible. Then you had the Flames and the Stars. Um, they go into overtime as well. Johnny Goudreau, Johnny Hockey, they call him because it's easier to say than Goudreau, scores a game winner in OT. They move on to play their rival, the Edmonton Oilers. Like, hockey was so good, was so good all weekend. Like, I could not turn away from any of it. I do not care about the Stars at all. Tyler Sagan's cool, don't care at all. I dislike the Flames from, like, younger Casey because he disliked the Flames. But honestly, them boys are stacked. They got Goudreau. They got Tuchuk. They got all these talented guys. It is after midnight last night. They're in the Western Conference, so they cannot possibly play the Lightning until the Stanley Cup Final, and I'm locked into this game because it's just that good. And then the Flames end up winning and set up a great series with the Oilers, their arch rival from ever. And I think the, the hockey was so good. I think it's interesting to hear you say that you were locked into the blowout when literally everybody turned it off. And I have to believe because that Flame Stars game was so good, people maybe got maybe the NHL got a new audience because they were like, dang, this game's a blowout. Let me see what's going on with hockey. And that game was back and forth. Now, granted, if you're not a diehard hockey fan, the names I just said you probably don't know. 
in Tyler Sagan and the Johnny Goudreaux's. But maybe you do know their names now, and that's good for hockey. So I'm telling you, man, I was locked into hockey, and it was so good. So good. There's also good soccer. I was locked into soccer earlier man, or uh, earlier in the day, Man City, West Ham. That was a heck of a game. Heck of a game. So it was just so much good sports on that I really didn't care about the teams. There's only one team I cared about, and that was the Lightning, obviously. And they take care of business. But like I just said, I don't care about the Flames. I don't care about the Stars. It's locked in, man. That Rangers-Penguin series, so good. I don't like either team. And to be honest, I couldn't figure out who I disliked more. Amanda kind of likes the Penguins. She's from the, uh, she's from Pennsylvania, and her mom's a Penguins fan. So I was trying to pull for the Penguins, but I just can't do it. But I can't really pull for the Rangers either. It was just so good. Such a good weekend in sports. And all the Game 7s just made it that much better. The question is... Where are we going to go from here? Like, we just got so spoiled over all kinds of sports this weekend. How are the rest of these games going to live up to it? In the NBA, obviously you have the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, but to be honest, Brian, we'll get into this more in a second, but just on the surface, we could be in for some blowouts. I doubt it, but I think most people would agree the Warriors are better than the Mavericks. Now, granted, I think most people thought the Suns were better than the Mavericks, so there is that. And then... On the east side, maybe not as much, but I'll, I'll, I got to hand it to you. Your Miami Heat are still alive, and they are a one seed, and they have the ability to blow teams out. But what I like about the Heat in a weird way is they also have the ability to get blown out. So I'm not – well, what I'm saying is – I wasn't ready. What was that play? Oh. <laughs> there we go. What I'm saying is you never really know what you're going to get. Is that fair? What? How? What do you – they got, they've gotten blown out in the playoffs already. Huh? You're trying to tell me they haven't? We're not doing anything until you answer. Go ahead. What's up? It's Casey of Action Sports Jacks, and the local coverage on ESPN 690 is expanding yet again. After Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690, we have been bringing you overtime on Mondays and Thursdays, but that has now changed. You can catch Brian Middleton and myself daily after Action Sports Jacks and leading you into Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp Baseball. So starting at 3 p.m. daily, we will have local coverage all night from Action Sports Jacks to OT to Jumbo Shrimp Baseball, all right here on ESPN 690. Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690 on a Monday rolling along. Uh, no Jumbo Shrimp Baseball coming up tonight. Like we said at the top, they will be on in the afternoon hours tomorrow. So you can check that one out right here on ESPN 690. So we will take you until 7 p.m. tonight, then hand off to ESPN programming for the rest of the evening. 
In terms of the Jags, not a whole lot going on. Like we said, rookie minicamp took place over the weekend. I'm not much for video clips on Twitter of guys doing drills, taking three hard steps and moving on with their life, but some people are. So hopefully you saw what you wanted to see. We had a little conversation earlier on in the show about that with Stuart Weber. Uh, they kind of broke it all down. You can go back and watch that on YouTube or on the podcast. Uh, hour one is where you're going to want to find that. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690, wherever you get your podcast. So did a little bit of that. Also, Brent Martineau caught up with one of the newest Jags drafted, 222nd overall pick uh, by the Jags out of Arkansas, Buster Brown. The corner turned safety, then back to corner, and will now be a corner for the Jags. Looking to make the team on special teams. So had a conversation with him as well. You can check that out on the podcast. Also, the news of the day, Ethan Waugh officially hired as the assistant GM for the Jags. This was a move that we had kind of heard about um, before the draft. We asked Trambalki about it. They said it was not done. It is now apparently officially done, as most um, avenues are reporting on it. So no uh, VP like we kind of thought there would be. Instead, it's an assistant GM that comes after the draft, which does make some sense in terms of obviously Trambalki and his staff had done most of the deep dive work, actually all of it, you can fair to say, on this year's draft picks. Obviously, Doug Peterson comes in, has a little bit of say. We don't know how much say. I think everyone kind of differs on that. I feel like Trambalki did most of the work. Doug Peterson kind of signed off on everything. But I think this is the type of draft where if things don't go right, I could see Doug Peterson dissing himself from this draft and say, hey, this was a Trambalki draft. Trambalki can't really make that claim, but they've been here the entire time. But nonetheless, Ethan Waugh will be hired as the assistant GM. Worked with Trambalki in San Francisco, which is obviously an interesting part of this. Uh, he was the director of college scouting and football systems for the Niners. That's how he got into his um, career in the NFL and worked with Balky from 2011 to 2016. So that is obviously... A long time. So he understands the guy, knows the guy. I wonder, obviously, the question will be, did he bring him in to have an ally in the building? Now we don't necessarily believe that he needs it, right? The draft went okay, right? There's obviously questions about what happened at the number one overall pick, but I think the draft went okay. Obviously, he spent a lot of money in free agency, so there is that part of it. Does he really need allies anymore? Because it feels like this fan base, at least me, um, Brent as well. They've kind of changed their tune on Trebalki. I'm not telling you he's the best GM that's ever lived because that's obviously not how I feel. But, you know, we'll have to see. So that is the Jags news of the day. Again, not a whole lot coming up, uh, going on right now. OTAs on the horizon for the Jags. We'll have to wait until that. Get more sound from Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, because most of the team will be there. Not just rookies, but it is offseason activities and not required. So that's what's going on on the football front, but that is not the whole story. Obviously, like we mentioned, NBA and NHL are big right now. And listen, now it's time to talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning. I told you, I tried to tell you, I tried to tell everybody that game six was a game that the Toronto Maple Leafs had to win. I told you, I told you, I told you. I told Brian Middleton, I told Brian Martineau, I told everybody that would listen. And what happened? The Toronto Maple Leafs choked it. They choked it away. They go to Game 7 feeling good at home. No, no, no. 
No, no, no. They do not get it done. They lose to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I will say this. If you are a Lightning fan, which I've seen a few on the stream earlier today, appreciate that, but uh, Braden Point hurt in the game, which is a big story. He is probably, I would say, the second most important player to the team. Um, He's one of the few guys, if you know hockey, you understand what I'm saying here, but He's given 110 all the time. Punks, when pucks are dumped into the zone, he's down there trying to make a play. He's also one of their best scorers and one of their best passers as well. He was hurt in the game. It looked pretty bad being a hockey player. He tried to come back and skate on it. That did not work. That did not work. He was out on the ice for about two, two, three seconds and then came back in because he could not put weight on it. Sounds like he did not practice today, which is obviously going to be a problem going into the series with the Florida Panthers. So that is the update with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Obviously, Braden Point is an important part of the team. If you don't know the name, you should. Obviously, you know the names of Kucherov, Stamkos, and those guys. But that is going to be a big loss for the Lightning if they want to try to beat the Florida Panthers, who I stand by my statement literally have no fans. I Brent said he might be going to game five or six in Tampa against the Panthers if it gets that far on Memorial Day weekend. I told him, you probably won't have a tough time fighting Florida Panthers fans for tickets because, frankly, they're not looking for tickets because there are no Florida Panthers fans, except Brian Middleton because their tickets are cheap and he can get on board now, that's true. with the Florida now, Panthers I can tickets. Get, you're right. I can get behind that. $24, $34, $45 for, like, game six or game sevens for Florida Panthers. I can't name you one player. Not one. Actually, I, can, I think I can. I think I can. Carter Verhage? Yes, actually. Yeah, I can name you one How do you player. know who that is? Don't worry about that. Later on, you'll find out. You will find out later on. Okay. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But besides that, I can't name you one other player on the Panthers, but the ticket prices are for the people. They're the people's team. It was this wrestler called The Rock. You may have heard of him. I think he acts or something like that. His name is like Dwayne Jackson, Dwayne Johnson, something like that. But he was always called the people's champ. And that's what I feel the Florida Panthers are for the ticket prices that they have. They're the people's team of the NHL. Cheap ticket prices. My squad. You know Carter Verhage was uh, played for the Lightning before? I don't know how you know who that is. But anyway, he he was on the Lightning before, and then they shipped him out to um, Florida. And another Embarrassment of riches. Pretty much. Wow. That's kind of how it worked. You had to pay guys, and you didn't have time for Verhage. It's happened a lot. Jonathan Marchessault is a guy that was sent to Florida, which you don't know who that is because he's not on Florida anymore. He now plays for Vegas, and he's like their best player. But, yeah, the Lightning have strongly helped a bunch of other teams with similar moves like that. So, by the way, uh, game one, I saw this on Twitter. Game one is in Florida, I believe is what it is. And you, it's either three and four or one and two. I'm pretty sure it's one and two or in Florida. Yeah, they're the higher seed. So, games one and two are in Florida, which for this term is in Sunrise, not Tampa. Um, and the tickets are like 51 or 57 and $61. Like, those are the cheapest tickets. Well, another another round into the playoffs. So, okay. All right, getting a little iffy. That's a little shaky. I I imagine that's going to be fascinating when it gets on TV because there's going to be so many Lightning fans and there's going to be like zero Panthers fans. <laughs> They're going to be like, what? Like the It's going to look so weird on TV, I think, because Lightning <laughs> fans are going to travel. So that's kind of how I see that play now. But I wasn't going to go much farther in the show without giving some love to the Lightning because the boys got it done against the Toronto Maple Leafs. So a lot of good hockey still to go. And then obviously... Some good basketball. Well, I will say this. 
the people are the people love the way that you're giving love to the Lightning, but they wish that you would give love to the Dallas Mavericks. All I'm saying is, I would love it if you gave the Dallas Mavericks a bit of love as well. But I totally get it. Totally understand why you love the Lightning so much, Casey Kurtz. Totally love the re- uh, reason that you're behind your team. But when we get back from the break, because I'm about to play this music, I feel like you should at least address, at least address the energy with which you were down-talking the Dallas Mavericks, the city of Dallas, the state of Texas, Tex-Mex cuisine, Luka Doncic, Jason Kidd, and everybody else. You think you're going to be able to do that? Yeah, I can do that. On the other side of the break, Action Sports Jacks, Overtime ESPN 690. We'll be right back. So, they apparently had to make a rule change in the USFL. Like, I know you don't watch that, right? You're not on the USFL. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm dying to hear what this rule change is. Yeah, like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I, it just kind of popped up. It's from this weekend, but it just caught me off guard so much that why are they changing the rules in the USFL? Does anybody care? Um, so, <laughs> I guess Jeff Fisher, head coach of the Michigan Panthers, former head coach of the Tennessee Titans, you see how people fall from grace, uh, wanted to go for a one-point extra point. Then they placed the ball. Okay, so they agreed. Then Coach Fisher called a timeout and instead wanted to go for a two-point try. And the officials told him no. Once the ball is placed on the field, you cannot change your decision. Ooh. Which sounds like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Wow. Right. Well, I don't think I've ever thought about that, number one. You just had to move it back a yard. Yeah. You just literally had to back up one yard and put the ball down. So now, starting in week five, USFL has agreed to change that rule. Wow. That's so dumb. Like, why? They had to put out a Facebook post because of that. And it got 3.5 thousand <laughs> likes. There's no way 3.5 thousand people give a crap about the USFL. Agree or disagree? Maybe family members. There's a lot of, of the players. players. Yeah, that's true. USFL, family and friends. That's true. Okay. Well, shout out to the USFL. I don't feel bad about what I just said about the USFL. Like, but so they're changing the rules to actually make it feel more like football. Great. Now, do you like that? Because I, my initial thought when you said it, I was like, "See, this is why it's not that you're a fraud league, but this is why you know you're like almost like a bubblegum version of." whatever you're trying to be for the NFL. But but now, I think I kind of like the fact that, all right, they saw something that didn't make sense, and they were able to just say, okay, we're going to make that change in the season. It's not fair to the teams that wanted to do it prior to week five. Yeah. But, you know, they were able to be reactionary in a way that will benefit all the teams moving forward. Uh, the NFL, like, that's not happening. You know, like, that's that kind of... That, that that kind of reaction in the middle of a season. And I guess I get why you don't want to change rules, even something like that, in the middle of a season. But I think I might kind of like it now that I'm thinking about it and thinking through it a bit more. Do you do you think that that's, that's good? Do you think the NFL could ever take that kind of 
energy for stuff that's happening in the league? I mean, they kind of changed the rule with the pass interference. They let you review it, and then they said, no, nah, we're changing that back. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't – I guess I'm not answering your question, but I just want to drive home the fact that they're changing a rule that should have already been a rule in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you – if I call a timeout and I want to change the play, like, we've seen that in the NFL. You score a touchdown, call a timeout, go for two. Like, w- since when does that not – I don't understand yeah. how that wasn't allowed. But, by the way, this person named Allen commented on the post and said, I can't imagine anything worse than staying inside on a beautiful May afternoon or evening to watch minor league football coached by Jeff Fisher. <laughs> so petty. Oh, that's so good. So, anyway, the USFL is changing their rules uh, as they go to rules that probably should have already been in place uh, before. So, I know we got... Uh, something to do, Brian, but I do want to work this in. Chase from WOKV just tweeted me something. Okay. He said, also, Panthers attendance will likely be down since all Panthers games will be on the same day as the Heat. Ooh. Now, Chase, I agree with you. And, Chase, I'm pretty sure you're a Lightning fan. But, so first of all, shout out to you. But, second off, I don't think anybody's going either way. Like, the Heat have real fans, and the Panthers have no fans. Like, one fan. One, one literal fan, and he's a Heat fan. So he's yeah, going to go true. to the Heat game. You know <laughs> what I mean? How did not get that point? <laughs> so I I hear what you're saying, but I think if I'm the Panthers, I'm going to spin it as like as what you said. Like, yeah, you know, we sold a lot of tickets to Lightning fans because all of our fans were at the Heat game. The truth is there are no Panthers fans. Like, show me one that's not Brian Middleton. And, Chase, if you happen to be a Tampa sports fan and also a Florida Panthers fan and not a Lightning fan, then I'm sorry I keep driving this home on your team. But in general, just the Panthers are great and have no fans but Brian. It's kind of funny. But anyway, I saw your tweet. I wanted to address that. So uh, that's where we are on the fan conversation as well as the USFL. By the way, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. All right, Brian, what do we got? Start bench remove, Casey Kurtz. Uh, let's do it. I don't need the rules. You don't? Okay. You remember that you have a pass. Okay. Yeah, I do have a pass. Yeah. Okay. I'll probably use it if you bring up uh, uh, Dallas Sports or something. Oh, Dallas Sports. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, first up, cornerstone of the franchise. Love this topic. Sure. All right. Steph, Luca, Giannis. Why not? Uh, start Steph, because, you know, they were nothing without Steph. Um, and then... Yeah, we'll do it. Uh, bench Giannis, remove Luca. Uh, huh? Yeah, hmm. it didn't really feel right saying it. It sounded better in my head. Um, but here's why I did it. You're not gonna. You're gonna make some noise or something. But Steph, cornerstone. They drafted him. They won. Giannis. They drafted him. Cornerstone. They won. So Luca. They drafted him. Cornerstone. Agree. Agree. They have not won a championship yet. They made this year. They might beat Steph, and he might become a champion. But I'm going with the two champions that have become the star of the team, the cornerstone of the team. So that's why I went with those two instead of Luca. Not that you care, but. You know what? Casey Kurtz. That actually made some sense. Now, I disagree with you. I know. But that actually made sense. Thank you. I appreciate it. Next up. What we got? It's my month. Uh, 
sure. Okay, Casey, this is uh, the month you wish never happened, as well as any and all events that happened in that month that can't be moved well. to another month and are thus forgotten forever. Okay. Okay. January, March, December. January, March, December. Okay, something definitely happened in January that I'm not thinking of because you wouldn't have put it on here. March feels like a safe one to get rid of. I like St. Patrick's Day. Spring break is cool. Anything else happened in March, Casey Kurtz? See, I'm scared now, right? Because I don't know off the top of my head. You may have traveled with a group of people. Ah, uh, shovel. Okay, yeah. See, that's me looking out for you. Okay, good call. Um, yeah, March 6th is a good day <laughs> for sure. Um... I can't get rid of December because I know what that's going to bring. All right. Uh, we'll start March because I have to. We'll bench December and we'll get rid of January. I don't know what uh, I, I, I uh, what did I do? Uh, What's in January that I'm not thinking of? This is just a man that had a dream. Yeah, I know. That's, oh, had a dream. That's not even what I was thinking of. Mm. Shoot. Yeah. I think his name started with Martin. I think that was his first name. Martin, yeah. Martin King. Yeah. I think he was a junior, but that's okay. Casey, you know, it's, First Amendment, free speech. Get to say what you want to say. Next up, offensive threat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. This is which Jags player you wish wasn't on the Jags every week, Casey. Uh, and for that matter, you wish they weren't even in the NFL. Yeah, Trevor man. Lawrence, James Robinson, Travis Etienne. Start Trevor, obviously. Uh, Don't do him like that. Don't do him like that, Casey. I hear the uh. Yeah, you know. I'm going to bench... James, and I'm going to have to get rid of ETN. All right. You know what? We'll go to something that's a little bit easier. All right. right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm roasting you right now. Contact Kings. Contact Kings. Sure. All right. I don't even know what this is. Yeah. Uh, Manny Machado. Okay. Eric Hosmer. Sure, I'll chop that name up. No, that's and right. Xander Bogarts. All three of those are right. Wow. Um, and I'm just, to confirm, I'm giving you the best option to start, right? Yeah, and the, and the one that is the one that you hope never um, actually gets into the MLB. In the alternate universe, of course. But, yeah, the best option. Um, Yeah, Xander's really good. I'm going to start Xander, even though I'm not a Red Sox fan. That's character development. Um, oh, goodness. I will bench Machado, and I will remove Hosmer because I like Hosmer. Um, but these numbers, like if you're just looking up the numbers with Hosmer – this has not been his M.O. Like, he was a guy, he was very good for a long time in Kansas City. He was not this good. And last year, all offseason, they tried to get rid of him, okay? So they were trying to remove him harder than I was. He's not going to hit 350 this year. That's not what he is. He's a 279 hitter in his career. Having a great year. And I'm happy for the guy because I like him. But those other two guys have done it for a longer period of time, and I, I think Bogarts is that dude. Machado was that dude. He's not even that old. But... Bogarts is that dude, and he has, and I think he's going to continue to be. And I like Manny, so I, I have to get rid of Hosmer, unfortunately. All right, next up, back in time, Casey. Ooh, sure. All right, this is the topic where you remove uh, one of these from the face of the earth, sets the world back 35, 40, <sighs> maybe two thousand years. Okay. Are we doing teeth brushing again? No, no, no. That was uh, in the necessities one. Yeah, you hear necessities, oh, yeah, you, right. you want to skip that, okay? Okay. So, first up, internal combustion engine, the wheel, or the light bulb? 
What was the first one? Internal combustion engine. Is that like a car engine? Uh, it's the predecessor to it. But this didn't happen then. So we wouldn't have cars without this. Or probably like planes and uh, ships that actually have the motors. wheel. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. What have we really gained from the wheel? Besides, like, <laughs> like I know the obvious <laughs> stuff, but like, is there stuff I'm missing? Huh? Like, you know, the wheel is good, but, like, somebody would have thought of the wheel eventually. And then light bulb, we got no choice. We need light bulbs, right? Good. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to get rid of the wheel. I don't know why, but I'll start light bulbs. I'll bench the motor thing, and then I will get rid of the wheel. Just so that you're clear, the wheel was first basically invented 4th millennium B.C. Yeah. That's what you're taking this, Casey. So we can we got an engine to put in the car, but you know actually making the car move. Right. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was smarter to get the engine than the wheel. I think it's I don't know. Uh, I don't know why though. Uh, Maybe that was stupid. One with the puck. Sure. All right. Uh, <laughs> former number one overall pick for Edmonton, Connor McDavid, uh -huh. the Panthers, Carter Verhage, or uh. the Swedish. Sensation coming out of New York. Mika Sabinajad. Close enough. Uh, you can just start McDavid and get rid of the other two, to be honest. Oh, wow. Okay. My bad. I mean, I like... But I don't know about NHL. I like Carter Verhage. He's fine. Like, he caught fire. Uh, but Connor McDavid's the best player on the planet Earth. And probably any... And I'll go into this rabbit hole again. He's better than probably any other planet that has a like people playing hockey in any other milky way galaxy remember when i went into that that one time i'm doing it again Connor mcdavid's better than all of them so uh it's, it's not even close and i feel like it's disrespectful to Connor mcdavid to put him in the same category who's better at this sport Connor mcdavid or uh, mike trout because you're very high on mike trout yeah that's a good call um uh, yeah, i think i am be honest with you i think what Connor McDavid can do is when he's on, right? In those last couple games for Edmonton, he was, he's been on the forecheck. He's been passing. He's been scoring goals when there's nothing available. I think he's just, when he's on, he's so far and away better than everybody, in my opinion. Mike Trout, you can at least make the argument. I disagree with the arguments, but you can argue that there's better players in the league currently than Mike Trout. I disagree with them again, but it's you can't make that conversation with McDavid, in my opinion. So I guess I'm going to go with McDavid. All right. Uh, final one, Casey. Okay. Casey's favorites. Don't pass mm. this. Don't pass this. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Friday night high school football. Donating to charity. Chick-fil-A has a restaurant and organization that employs approximately 36,000 people. Thank you. Um, You know, I'm probably... Yeah, I got no shame. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I'm gonna start Chick Fil A. I'm gonna bench the charity thing, and Thank then I'm gonna goodness. have to get rid of football. Thank goodness. Uh, just, um, just for clarity, uh, approximately a million kids a year play high school football. So yeah, that is unfortunate. You know. But the good news, if it were removed, there's plenty of other sports. Try hockey, baseball, maybe tennis, soccer. 
Um, pickleball, probably now. Badminton, potentially. Volleyball, now a boys' sport, which is exciting. I would have played it if I had the opportunity. <laughs> Did you say no? <laughs> okay. It is. It's now, I'm serious, it's now a sport for, like, in school for boys. I'm serious. Like, like when I was in high school, you couldn't play. Did your oh, high school have I, a, yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay, like it's well, a real, man. It's like a. Right. Right. I got you. I just broke this. Watch it on the stream. All it's types of stuff happening today. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I would have to do. Unfortunately, you have to go find another sport to play, kids. Sorry about it. But I'm probably saving you potential horrible injuries. So That's fair. In a weird way, you should be thanking me. Yeah. Huh. Send them an invoice. All right, Casey, that's all we got for start. Bench removed from the face of the earth. Very good. After this break, we got more to do. Stick with us. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 69. We'll be right back. Checks overtime ESPN 690. Couple minutes to go on a Monday as we roll along. No jumbo shrimp baseball tonight. They are on the road or they are off on Mondays. They'll be back at home tomorrow against Durham in the afternoon time. So check it out on ESPN 690. Then me and Brent and me and Brian. And then another night on ESPN 690. Jumbo shrimp back in prime time on Wednesday. So we will have that for you. Whenever it gets going, should be a 6:50 first uh, start for pregame, I do believe, on Wednesday. But we'll keep you updated on that as we roll along. Brian Milton, Casey Kurtz on a Monday Action Sports Jacks overtime. Uh, we got something that I'm forgetting, Brian. I know you sent me the rundown. We're yeah. gonna produce on the fly, so yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, but before we get into that, because I know we only got a couple of minutes. Oh, you need me to talk about Dallas? No, 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 no. I, you know, I, as a man, I'm gonna let you. You know, reconcile that okay, when you. you want to publicly, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. That being said, I am 24 hours away from actually getting my passport, Casey Curtis. I'm excited about this. I know last time we talked about it, um, and I was, uh, you were a bit critical of me because um, I didn't have a place to go. Still don't have a place to go. Um, but at least I think I have all the proper documentation this time. We hope. What was the problem last time? Remind me. So apparently there weren't the correct signatures on the birth certificate. That's a scary thing to hear. Number oh, one. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I don't remember that part. <laughs> call Maury up in here. Uh, nah. Yeah, but uh, I ordered the right thing from the state of South Carolina, DHEC. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it came in. So I got a 115 appointment with the passport office. And, uh, you know. So you're going to go see your guy that told you to come back, right? That yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. He's there. He's there. I'm not talking to the lady. If you remember, the oh, lady was real yeah, straight disrespectful to me. I remember that. And I was like, do you know who I am? I'm one half of Action Sports Jacks Overtime. Huh? I know Casey Lamont. Kirk. Don't make, man, what? What? I'm sure that would get you far. Yeah, and she told me to sit down. Uh, yeah, I, I, I bet she did. I would try Brent Martineau next time. <laughs> Mar- I'm telling you, I've never been anywhere with Brent Martineau where they haven't said, hey, you're the guy from TV, or hey, you're the guy from radio. Like, literally every time. We went to McDonald's at like <laughs> 930 at night. They were like, I've seen you on TV. I was like, I'm here too. So Brent is a celebrity. Chicken? Yeah. He, he's been telling me that he carries around a Sharpie to sign autographs. I think it's Cap. I That's hope humble. it's Cap. Oh, I know. Isn't it humble? Um, so, okay, good. Passport. If you're just confused on that, Brian Middleton a couple weeks ago tried to get his passport. Um, again, as he mentioned there in passing, but I'll drive home the point, he has nowhere to go 
No trips planned, and he's a planner, as he said. That's why he's getting his passport just in case. So no trips planned, but getting the passport, going back for round two after he did not get it the first time. Um, yeah, so that's that's the passport update. Twenty four. Wait, what time are you getting your passport? Well, the appointment's at one fifteen. Okay, cool. So all I got to do is pay the two hundred dollars. It's two hundred dollars for a passport. Yeah, you got you got to get like a. Well, you don't have to get both, but you get like a book and a card. And yeah, something I like have that. the card. Oh, okay, so yeah, so if you just get the card, it's cheaper, or the book, it's cheaper. But I'm just getting both. Feels like You're I need to both? get both. It feels like I need to get both. Why in the world would you get both? No, I don't want to get stuck in a place and they're like, hey, we don't take the book. We need the card. Nobody doesn't take the book. Feels like somebody doesn't take the book that I want to go to. No, everybody takes the book. It's the card. Like, I only have the card and I'm going somewhere next week. And all the places I'm... Okay, my G. Oh, that's right. It's on the couch. That's right. My bad. Okay. And it's... I only need the card because it's only like the... Caribbean or whatnot. So, but the book, you can go anywhere with the book. You do not need, you're literally wasting money. You are wasting money getting both. But uh, that's not going to stop you. I know. Feel prepared. Yeah. Okay. Good. Very good. Well, Boy Scout. Were you really? I was a Cub Scout. Okay. Yeah. I was in the Boy Scouts for one day and then I quit. (laughs) I'm serious. It's a real life story. I got like six or seven months in. I was, (laughs) I just couldn't do it. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I can, here's the thing. Right, we're not going to talk about sports the rest of the show. Clearly not. There's only, okay. only a couple of minutes, so like if you're dying for sports in the next two minutes, you know where to go. But listen, I had a difficult time, this is real life, folks, tying my shoes, okay? I could not tie my shoes for a very, very long time, like longer than you should, right? And the Boy Scouts, you had to like tie knots and stuff. I wasn't going to be doing that, right? So I saw the writing on the wall. Like I will, hold on, if you're on the stream... Look, you see any shoelaces? Wow. Nope. Commitment. I can still, I can tie my shoe. Like if you put a shoe right here, I could tie it. We, you know, we haven't seen it. It's You haven't, that's fair. But these are the shoes I wear. No things. So the point of that story is the Boy Scouts are like tying knots and I just wasn't about that. And then also like it just felt, I didn't feel at home with the Boy Scouts, you know. I was more of an athlete. There you go. Not that the Boy Scouts weren't athletes. Sounds I'm back like that's what you're saying. You, the, you're throwing high heat. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but you the, don't got time to get your patches or whatnot. The truth, the truth is, I just uh, I didn't fit in with the Boy Scouts. So man, I was working my way up. I was Cub Scout. Then I had the Wolf, and Rick, then I was a Weeblow. Will Whoa. be loyal Scouts. But took me forever. Weeblow. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, it's like I think the next step right before your Boy Scout stuff you got to do. And then uh, I forgot what happened. You know, I don't know. Home life was in shambles. I have no idea why I didn't get to the Boy Scouts. But I was in there for about six or seven months, man. Had the whole fit. Got pictures. (laughs) I was wheeling down woods. You should really bring those pictures in. By the way, this might surprise you. There are 395,000 adults in Cub Scouts. Wow. One million 1.4 1.4 million youth. So, like, you can continue to be, like, an adult Cub Scout. There's also 43,000 packs. Yeah, yeah. What's a pack? Yeah, I can't quite remember. I Like, the troop, the pack, I can't remember, yeah, man. Yeah, it feels like, yeah, because, like, you know, like, I guess, like, Cub, like. Yeah. Whatever. They travel in packs. That's the point of the story. All right, so what you've learned here, Brian Middleton, former Scout, 
Casey Kurtz, never a scout. Only for one day. That's all the time we got on OT. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great night. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. (laughs) Is it too much to ask?